Saving money on your outdoor project? Now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Cousin Connection podcast hey. Hey. <laughs> if you guys didn't recognize that voice we got a special guest this week my name is sarah my name is amir and my name is navat aka sakar navat sorry guys the mics are gonna clip for the first few seconds here i'm gonna pull this thing away from me maybe it's because i'm so loud we're just excited yeah that's what it is we got it we got a good topic for y'all today and um just as the the man in this whole situation, I feel like I should bring this topic up, you know. Wow. wow. <laughs> You're going to mansplain it now? We're going there? Okay. No, no, no. Okay. So mm. uh, as you guys know, I'm on the YouTubes a lot. I'm watching videos all the time. I'm bringing up all these topics all the time. So uh, a few months ago, I watched a video but made by Jubilee called, um, well, the, the title of the video is Does Hijab Oppress These Muslim Women, aka like Middle Ground. That's the show that they have. It's like the ep- episodic show they have. And I thought it would be like an interesting topic that we could cover. And so I'm going to probably take some of the questions that they brought up on this podcast. We're going to kind of go through them and give our own opinion because I feel like the topic of the hijab is like so, at least these days, it's like central to a lot of the discourse that goes on within the Muslim community these days outside of marriage. (laughs) It's like marriage and then like hijab, hijab, modesty. Yeah, modesty. Um, whether you're wearing your hijab correctly or not exactly um so i think i should just start it off by going through these questions do you guys want to first tell your stories about the hijab or should we get into that later you know we'll get into that afterwards yeah, I think yeah. We can get into that later. And, and just for full transparency like both nabat and sarah are hijabis um if you didn't already if know. you didn't already know <laughs> exactly. well, most I mean, likely if you're listening this you probably already art, know yeah. exactly you kind of know this by now um so yeah, let me just pull this up real quick and we'll get started. Um, so the first question that they posed on the show was, is a hijabi Muslim a better Muslim? Um, to answer it simply, mm-hmm. covering yourself doesn't necessarily mean that you are better than someone who doesn't cover themselves. It, it really just depends on the person. Mm-hmm. There could be someone who doesn't wear hijab but performs all of her prayers. Mm-hmm. And there could be someone who does wear hijab but hasn't prayed a single day in her life. Yep, exactly. And about so, do you have the same opinion there? Yes. Um, yes. I think hijab is just one part of um, the religion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so someone can, like she said, they might be struggling with this one thing, but they do all the other stuff. That doesn't just because they wear they don't wear a hijab does not make them any less um, religious than someone who doesn't. Exactly, and and, and I personally, I guess. Sorry, I was going to jump in and give my thing in there i know as a guy it might be awkward like giving my opinion when it comes to hijab and everything but i feel like i'm pretty much on the line where i won't get too much hate from it uh but i've personally even like interacted with people where like they're they're wearing a hijab they're perf- not to call anyone but like they're wearing hijab 
they they're like uh you know what you would see on face by face value like that uh your standard muslim like standard muslim woman <laughs> sorry a i don't know why yeah, like the yeah, hijabi is essentially hijabi, the yeah exactly yeah. but at the same time this this person was going out and drinking at like your local bar i feel like that's such an and like ordering drinks while wearing the full hijab like it's not like that thing where you're kind of wearing the hijab and you're going and you're taking it off after you leave a certain area and you're going yeah. literally while wearing the hijab doing these things so i think that was like my the moment i was like okay the hijab it's not that it doesn't mean anything it's just that it's not really the true indication of where a person's dean really is but you know what though mm-hmm. as a hijabi i mean okay i started wearing it when i was 12 yeah. but i can honestly tell you mm-hmm. wearing hijab protects you from a lot of things or protects you from doing certain things because in the back of your mind you'll you're always remembering like okay i wear hijab. like obviously you know we um do the good deeds and avoid the sins mm-hmm. for the sake of allah only mm-hmm. um but it's also the fact that you when you wear hijab you represent you're almost like a representation of your religion because mm-hmm. for a guy you can't i can't just like if if there was a non-muslim looking at me and you they would know i'm muslim they wouldn't know that you were unless you you spoke yeah. or whatever you know yeah. um so when you wear hijab it also protects you from things because or at least if you're conscious anyway like mm-hmm. if you're really actively trying to be a better muslim like you you remind yourself like i wear hijab i can't do xyz in public mm-hmm. because i guess i mean yeah you you're gonna worry about like how other people perceive it but it's also just i, I that could be a cause but ultimately you know what i'm trying to say <laughs> avoid <laughs> the sins for the sake of god don't do it for other people yeah Okay, so I guess generally for that question, like, is a hijabi a, Muslim, a better Muslim? I think we all agree that, like, it's not it really an indication of whether mm. that person is a better Muslim, but it does protect you from certain things yeah. overall. Yeah. Um, but that also is not for everybody, because like I mentioned earlier with that story, mm-hmm. even, that, even though that person yeah. was wearing the hijab, like, That's they still did things. Interesting situation. I've yeah. never seen that before. In, uh, when I saw it, I was f- not freaked out, but I was like, it's weird to see it was yeah it was a, it was complete oxymoron it was something i, I never thought mm. i would see mm. um i'm pretty sure it's maybe maybe it's more common in other places than maybe we know right yeah um so the next question they had was is a hijab created to protect women yeah hmm? yeah um okay <sighs> let me preface this by saying in the society that we live in mm-hmm. it's a very um pro-feminist society mm-hmm. personally speaking i'm not a feminist mm-hmm. personally with that pro-feminists like the ideologies of i you know women can, should be able to wear whatever they want and and men shouldn't attack them i agree with that mm-hmm. you know what i mean like regardless of how someone's dressed it doesn't give the right it doesn't give men right the uh, oh my god i can't speak <laughs> it doesn't give them the right to attack them harass them do anything to them mm-hmm. assault them that being said, mm-hmm. usually, obviously, there are still some weirdos that will attack you, even if you're wearing a paper bag and you only have eye holes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're covered head to toe, yeah. Is it possible that you could get assaulted by another man? Yes. Mm-hmm. But if you're covered, more likely than not, they're probably not going to look your way. Or they're probably just mm-hmm. scared of you because, you know, everyone thinks that. Not everyone, not anymore, but they're going to assume you're a terrorist or something anyway. So they're just not going to look your way. So generally, yeah, I would say it does. I mean, um, I agree. Mm-hmm. 
it does protect you from being like sexualized and all of that but on the other hand um like if you think about what's been happening recently mm-hmm. like hijab mm-hmm. puts a very big target on you because mm-hmm. that's also true um we do represent the religion and like people who don't like muslims see you first before they see anyone else so mm-hmm. like these days like people are even scared to walk down the street because you're wearing a hijab and although it protects you from other things it does make you stand out in certain ways too so you are more um you could be a, a bigger target mm-hmm. in those cases That's yeah and unfortunately like since i guess the 2001 attacks like it's actually been a deterrent for people to wear the hijab. Yeah. Like their parents, unfortunately, who have actually told their kids not to wear the hijab. I've seen that because before. of the um, the they identify like it identifies them as a Muslim and they feel mm-hmm. like they're gonna attack be attacked for yeah, it. You're mm-hmm. like a potential. Ri- it's like a risk. Yeah, and and it, unfortunately, even recently in Canada, it's like started yeah, to it's become up. more on the rise. Yeah, and I'm like, why now of all mm-hmm. times? Like, what what is their reasoning? I just I don't understand. I believe it's because of the internet. Like the internet lets people kind of um, find their people. Mm-hmm. So it also lets racists find their people. Yeah. And they can start to kind of, they, they work with it like an echo chamber. So they're in these like these forums that they're working in on Facebook or on Instagram or wherever they, the social media sites they're working on, they're, they're interacting on. Because of the how the algorithm works now, they're only fed the information that the algorithm knows that they'll interact with more. So they don't see the other side of the situation, right? Mm. They only see like uh, whenever whenever there's like negative stereotypes towards Muslims, that's what they're going to be fed. So they're only going to believe that Muslims are only terrorists and that like they really want to bring a Sharia law to Canada or all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, but unless they're like searching for that stuff, it's not, that's not the mainstream. Like that's not what, if there's a Muslim, mm-hmm. like people who use like in, like social media, they, they don't post about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Wait, who? Like Muslims who use social media, yeah, they don't post about that kind of stuff. Well, it, like you have to really dig for that to find it. Mm-hmm. No, you. I don't think you have to dig that much yeah. because you're thinking of the people you are surrounded mm-hmm. by. Mm. Like someone who lives like I don't know Mid America, and they're surrounded by like for example just white people. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be seeing a lot of like Islamic stuff. They're going to see whatever is common to them yeah so it works the other way yeah it, mm-hmm. like it's the same way where we would we see what we're used to because mm-hmm. we're surrounded by and they like some people are very oblivious of to like what kind of lifestyle we live in all of that mm-hmm. because they never come across it sometimes like it's not someone being ignorant they just don't know because they've never experienced it yeah and if they're only being and, and if they don't know anything about those other people Mm -hmm. and then when they do hear about those other people the only information they get is negative Mm. yeah then it starts to build that that fear and fear in their head like uh, i'm gonna bring i'm gonna be a little nerdy here so when i was reading that book about genghis khan (laughs) um the biggest uh thing they used at least at least in europe against the mongols to kind of bring fear into the people because back then there wasn't the internet there's no way of interacting. These Mongols were on in Asia and Europe. There's thousands of miles between Asia and Europe. Right. Right. So they could say whatever they wanted about the Mongols. So mm-hmm. what they said, because they never seen a Mongol before, they said that they were man eaters or cannibals. Mm. Um, they uh, 
uh, ate their own children. They would uh, um, kill you without a thought. Like they they said they had like gnarly teeth and like (laughs) flat faces and big eyes and everything, anything you can say to describe like a monster, to put fear into them. Yeah. And there's no way of verifying it. So they they just believe the propaganda, right? And that's the same thing that happened to the indigenous people as well. Yeah unfortunately and now it's happening to muslims as well and even though we have the internet because of how the algorithm works these days Mm -hmm. they're only being fed that negative information and and uh, like nabad was saying it works both ways so we don't see that stuff because the algorithm is only feeding stuff that it knows that we would interact with right right so unfortunately that's where the divide starts to happen and you start to get stuff like the trump era and all of that um Sorry, well, I forgot what the original question was. Yeah, me too. Does uh, hijab pre- protect us? Yeah, so <laughs> I, it, it, I believe that um, it does protect women in a way, mm-hmm. uh, at least early on. But now there's kind of like that gray area where depending on where you are, yeah, it may protect you or it may not. Like yep, if you yep. go into middle America, I'm sorry to put you down in middle America, but if you go into middle America and you're wearing like full garb, mm-hmm. then... Uh, like when I'm talking full guard, I mean like the yeah, hijab yeah. and everything, yeah, you're yeah. covering all every your whole body. They will see that maybe as a threat. They'll be like, "Oh, they're trying to infiltrate." <laughs> I just don't under- like it. Doesn't make any sense because Americans are all about their rights and freedoms. Mm-hmm. Why the hell do you care what someone else is wearing? No, they they say they're all about rights and freedoms, but mm-hmm. they only rights for freedom, rights and, and freedoms of their people. They don't if their people. Yeah. I'm using air quotes here, but their people. Their okay. people. So um uh the next question is are women are women held at a higher standard of modesty than men yes yes <laughs> i'm not even gonna like yes the answer is just yes yeah, i totally agree <laughs> with this too honestly and do you guys want to uh, kind of explain why you feel that way <laughs> i know it's a very big topic i think it, it it's all a lot goes to unpack <laughs> yeah it is a lot to unpack i think it all goes back to the fact that women are the ones that are visibly Muslim. Mm. And so, like, even for our, like us, mm-hmm. you know, for Nabat and I, like, you know, we've always, you, you I don't want to say you're carrying the face of the religion on mm-hmm. your back, but like, shoot, my back hurt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> because you got to think twice about what you're doing. You don't want to give Muslims a bad name because mm-hmm. unfortunately, that's the type of society that we live in where mm-hmm. if someone sees a hijabi doing something wrong like are all muslims like that Mm -hmm. i thought muslims couldn't do that and Mm -hmm. you're like well they can't but i'm just then you have to explain yourself and you're like oh like you know what i mean so um there's that whole thing about people commenting online social media Mm -hmm. and you know the haram police the haram police (laughs) what's what's the correct hijab what's not Mm -hmm. if someone's dress is too tight or Mm -hmm. their ankles are showing or their and and you know what You can tell I'm really trying to pick my words carefully. (laughs) There is nothing wrong with advising your Muslim brothers and Mm -hmm. sisters. Mm -hmm. However, have wisdom with it. Yeah, definitely. Maybe don't attack them in a public platform. If Mm -hmm. someone chooses to post something publicly, that's on them. Mm -hmm. If you genuinely fear for your Muslim sister and Mm -hmm. you want to advise her, talk to her Mm one-on-one. If you send her a DM, nowadays a lot of people are just defensive. So if you send a DM with advice... It really just depends on how it comes across. If mm-hmm. some, if I posted something and maybe it wasn't considered modest, and someone mm-hmm. said, "Hey, Sara, like, you know, th- you look really great in this picture, but 
a little bit of your shins were showing or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your shins. That's your best example. Why the shins? <laughs> <laughs> that was like the first thing that oh came my to God. my mind. <laughs> Whatever, man. Okay, my shins. I was wearing capris. Let's just say that. Yeah. I was wearing capris and they were ta- telling me like, you know, maybe it's a good idea. Like you could just crop it or something, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. But that's only if someone you know. Yeah, that's true. Because I've had a stranger come at me before. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't in a nice way. Like, mm-hmm. she really came at me. And yeah. it, it was on the comments first. So mm-hmm. I was like, so I DM'd her. Yeah. And I was like, hey, look, I get it if you're trying to advise me. But I'd appreciate it if you were just a little bit nicer. Mm-hmm. And then instead of saying, okay, yeah, no problem. Like, you know, make dua for me or something. Mm-hmm. She went off on me. And I was like, I don't have time for this. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and about that's why you're about to say something too. No, okay. Well, I was okay. Let me just go in on these haram pleas for a second because, unfortunately, go off, sir. Go no, off. okay. So, <laughs> first off, like, if you're to that level where you're kind of advising people in the comments, you shouldn't be on social media to begin with. If you're this person who's like so, uh, trying to advise people out here, you're not usually found online to begin with. You're not on those social media pages. You you should be going out there giving dawah on the streets or maybe their dawah is online. And if your dawah is online. Why are you following me? Why are you looking on, at my pictures? Keep it on your page. <laughs> and if you wanna if you wanna inform someone mm. or give them advice, mm. do it in a DM or do it um privately. Privately. Don't embarrass exactly. somebody. Like if throwing stuff in the comments like that is not productive in any way. Mm. And I, I still do believe it is good to advise people, but never yeah. throwing it into the comments like that. The comments should not be for that type of stuff. But the second thing is that a, a lot of these guys, if you go on their pages, <laughs> And you watch what they've liked in their past or mm-hmm. what they follow or what's on their site. Mm-hmm. They're following like these like bikini million, models, bikini models mm-hmm. and everything. There's literally a girl on TikTok dedicated to just going to her comments, <laughs> clicking on the guy. And it doesn't even take like it takes like two clicks for her to click on it. Click on his Instagram thing. And she sees like all of what his likes are. And it's all like Instagram models wearing bikinis no way and in and like you, a muslim guy yeah muslim guys Ooh. so it's, and it's not like the exception to rule there's she found multiple people like this sorry mm. am i too loud here a tiny bit oh my bad no you're good though um no but like i do see that there is um maybe because on instagram it's kind of tricky because you do see like there is this kind of move towards um 21st century a modern modest modern they're trying to they're uh, trying to make it, it more modern make um, it more modern What's the word? It's not. Did you say modern? Right, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of another variation like Sorry. modernify. Is that the word? It's <laughs> not word? modernify. What do you call it again? Modify? Uh, m- no, make bring it like make it more modern. If that makes sense. Yeah. What's the word? I, I don't know. Okay. But like. Anyways. Let's say. Okay. So like there is technically there's only one way to really wear the hijab. Of course, yeah. there are like different. Um, schools of uh, thought, schools of thought. Mm. but there's like a general rule when it comes to wearing the hijab and my only issue would be like if this person is um trying to promote and say that this is the right way they wear hi- wear the hijab and they're not wearing it correctly but you know what though then it's okay i feel like it's okay to go off no but, but no one okay look yeah anyone I, who wears a turban anyone yeah. who shows strands of their hair anyone who shows their neck yeah. anyone who shows their shins yeah their elbows whatever the case may be yeah I haven't seen any one of them to say this is the correct exactly, way to wear a hijab. Exactly. However, yeah. if you consider yourself a quote-unquote hijabi influencer, mm-hmm. take that title like very seriously mm-hmm. because a lot of people look up to them like that. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. so many people that'll comment and say, I started wearing hijab because of you. 
Yeah. But if their idea of hijab is your turban with your bangs out, then. Hmm. Yeah. So that's I'll where like my you. kind of divide happens. Like when yep. you start saying that. So you you're are, saying if they are like that, then it's okay to comment on. If they're no, like if they're trying to promote the fact that they're. If, even if they're trying to wear hijab, that's fine. But if they're saying like, this is the right way to do it. And I don't think there's anyone that really explicitly says that. Mm-hmm. If uh, like, like if anyone out there, even not only related to the hijab, but any type of religious knowledge if they're saying like this is uh like i've seen people on tiktok say like oh it's halal to have a dog in the house like it doesn't do anything it has no but there are rules around that mm-hmm. when it comes to having a dog in the house mm-hmm. Um that then you can be like okay you can immediately go in the comments and be like nah this is not right guys please learn the correct you no know, that kind of thing but if they're not doing that, they're just living their own life. They're posting. They're trying to be happy. You see them working on their deen over time. You know, inshallah, you just make dua for them that they learn to wear it the correct way or whatever and leave it at that. But the whole commenting thing that I see now with the Haram police is definitely not it. And it should definitely be something that's like stifled. I see it, it's almost like it's never kind of gone away. There's always new people out there there's who, also who like, never learn. There's also like full on YouTube channels where like, these men mm-hmm. will talk about Muslim influencers yeah. and the things that they do See, and critique them. That's not something religiously like I feel like I think we're also you just shouldn't in a be, different you shouldn't time. be making entertainment out of mm-hmm. pointing out mm-hmm. other people's flaws when it Perfect. comes to the religion. That's what I'm trying to say. Said. Okay? Yeah. Cancel what I last said. I'm gonna delete that last thing. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> no, but you know what? Yeah. We also have like our gen this generation. Mm-hmm. We're a whole bunch of sensitive ass people. Mm-hmm. We're so sensitive. Yeah. I feel like hijabis online are already super defensive because mm-hmm. of everything that has happened in the last maybe like five years mm-hmm. online. And what I'm referring to is mm-hmm. the um, influx in people taking off the hijab. That's definitely a big thing. I saw you mentioning that. And I think it's because I'm so like, I don't really follow too many people in that community. Yeah. I didn't even know that it was a thing. Yeah, no, apparently a thing. there are a lot of influencers who are taking it off it's a thing yeah and but i think at the same time <laughs> but the thing the journey with your dean is never it's not something linear no i know i know I, I, that okay, unfortunately that, it's because they're in the public eye that it can be yeah seen there's as the negative yeah there's two things to it so there's two sides i mean mm-hmm. the one side is that we have to remember that everyone's a human being mm-hmm. we're all flawed mm-hmm. we're gonna make mistakes yeah and we can only hope and try to be our, the best muslim that we can be yeah at the same time, you know, being on a public media, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> a public social media platform, yeah. you're kind of put on this pedestal, mm-hmm. low-key because you asked for it. I'm mm-hmm. not even going to, like, front. Like, if you want to be a hijabi influencer or whatever, mm-hmm. you're going to be put on that platform. You should just know yeah. if, if anyone's considering that, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, just, that's what I was saying before. Like, if you're going to have that title, take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately for these people who have gone through these changes in their in their dean and it's Mm -hmm. just like a struggle that they're going through Mm -hmm. like it sucks that they have to do it publicly and -hmm. it's not like imagine imagine if you if you sin or you make a mistake and then you already feel the regret in your in yourself Mm -hmm. like you already feel bad right imagine if thousands and thousands and thousands of people are sending you dms Mm -hmm. and commenting and saying whatever like a whole bunch of nasty things there are of course people who are uplifting and they make dua for you and they're like oh if you need someone to talk to that's great um Mm -hmm. but you know i think people who what are they called keyboard warriors Mm -hmm. haram police yeah 
just be wise in what you're saying online like mm-hmm. just because you can hide behind your phone or your computer doesn't mean like what you're saying you're going to be accountable for so that's mm-hmm. all i'm saying have you ever uh, dealt with a haram police nabat not that i recall just like when we used to do like youtube videos with you, you guys used to do youtube videos hijabi talk the og <laughs> you guys need to bring that back man just do it as a podcast honestly Oh my god, we should get you the girls on. You can have a second then. podcast. <laughs> we should get the girls on and have hijabi Just do it talks. on like Zoom every few days or f- every uh, couple weeks or something. When when Gizman comes to town. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not everyone's here. We'll we'll get whoever's here. Yeah, you guys just Zoom it, man. I'm telling you. We'll hijabi, hijabi talk, bring talks, it back. Part four, part whatever. <laughs> I don't even know. How many episodes did you guys do? Like three. Uh, three. Just three? It was a special, edi- like a limited edition series, you know? Yeah. That was that was a three part series. That was like the the golden age where like everyone was still in town. No one was married yet. Everybody was kind of around. <laughs> yeah. School didn't fully take over yet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But uh okay, here let's move on to the next question. Then did you guys have any more to say after that? I, feel I think like I think yeah, like when you asked her have if she's ever had in, like an encounter with mm-hmm. um Haram police. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was the first time we all did, I think. Mm-hmm. Cuz we none of us are YouTubers, right? Yeah. Like Gizman was the only one. And honestly like man if you're listening to this mashallah she has thick skin because mm-hmm. sometimes and she knows sometimes like i'll i'll just scroll through her comments mm-hmm. and for the most part 98 percent of them are pretty positive mm-hmm. then there's always that one person and i'm just like just let me go off on them one time <laughs> you know like it's like like that overprotective yeah. older sister thing she's like no it's okay just leave it it's fine in this video mm-hmm. i guess because we, we asked for it you know it's called hijabi talks yeah and we're dressing how we normally do some people are wearing jeans whatever mm-hmm. they're like oh how could you guys be talking about hijab but you're wearing jeans <laughs> so i think i think uh one thing we should also work on just overall mm-hmm. i know it's online people tend to focus on like the negative comments which are usually like 10 percent of but the those are the ones that stick with like the nice ones are nice yeah but it's funny how like now in society we kind of weigh the negative ones more than positive like the mm-hmm. positive ones are there Someone took the time to say some a positive message about I know, your video. That's so nice. Put more weight on that stuff, but I, I think yeah, it's just right. how our brain works. Just naturally, we tend to gravitate towards the negative stuff because at of our point, own insecurities and all that. At this point, don't even entertain it. If someone mm-hmm. has something negative to say, you know what? I'm sorry you wasted your time because I'm just going to delete your comment. I think that's the trend now. Like people are just starting to ignore it or mock it and make fun of it essentially yeah which is yeah i feel like is the funnier option yeah exactly <laughs> like that girl i mentioned the one that makes the tiktoks where she goes into their pages that's yeah. my favorite page <laughs> um okay let's get on this next question here so um it's kind of a weird question i've never heard this before so it says can a non-muslim person wear the hijab and i think i think a way to kind of like look at this question is like uh maybe in the light of appropriation you know like um people who might wear it just to kind of look cool or to not not as a religious symbol but just kind of like a a fashion choice no because Mm -hmm. so many muslim people so many muslim women are are attacked for choosing to wear the hijab Mm -hmm. so if a non-muslim gets to wear it as a fashion statement Mm -hmm. and it's perfectly acceptable and it's it's deemed as fashion forward and chic Mm -hmm. no no. Not at all. Because why didn't you think my CK hijab was fashionable and chic? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But mm-hmm. but it's also the deeper meaning behind why we wear hijab. Like we're doing it as an act of obedience to our Lord. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say it's mocking, but it's like you're kind of min- like minim- minimizing, minimizing it. Minimizing it? 
because like you why, the, what what's the reason for why are they wearing it yeah like what did you guys think of uh when like uh what's her name i think the example they use is like when rihanna went to i think it's abu dhabi or dubai and she was at Even the mosque and she was wearing the... Will Smith's wife has been wearing hijab recently. I don't get that. Like, did she convert or something? Or is she so just... So I was reading comments on yeah. CNC and some people were saying that she was talking about her struggle with alopecia and Will Smith was also filming a mm-hmm. movie in a Muslim country. I can't remember which one. Yeah. And I think she was trying to like assimilate to the culture mm-hmm. and just kind of adapt, which... But okay. she's been wearing it like on Red Table Talk Yes, now. I know. Have it looks good it? on her though. Like the yeah. turban style? Yeah. No, even like no full she's wearing hijab. like full hijab. Like, like she's actually everything. covering... Like everything perfectly. You never seen that? Let me show you. Did Hold on. See this. She looks good though. I saw it and I was like, hmm. But like, if you're talking about like Rihanna going to like Dubai and stuff, yeah. like certain places they make you cover. Mm-hmm. Um, like even when we went to Turkey, like if you go into the mosques and stuff, mm-hmm. they make you um, like cover your hair. If mm-hmm. you're, like they make you like dress appropriately because yeah. it's a religious site, you know? Look, yeah. she's wearing an abaya here. Oh shoot! Sorry, oh, sorry I've seen that picture, mm-hmm. but I thought it was like a one-off. No, no, she's been wearing it. Like yeah, she's yeah. wearing it better than most Muslims. <laughs> <laughs> if Jada's wearing her hijab better than you, hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's actually like. But even this picture was a little bit like. Yeah. See, so at that point, I was like, "Oh, maybe she converted." And she's like praying now or something. But it was it was it was confusing because I'm not sure. Like, is she? No, there's certain people. Like, what's who, your opinion on that? There's are certain people who are curious and want to learn and they mm-hmm. to be able to learn they like fully immerse themselves into mm-hmm. the religion even if they're not practicing mm-hmm. um so it's I like someone on the journey of like i think um she might like be one of those who mm-hmm. like when they're learning about islam because they want to understand they like fully immerse themselves they fast mm-hmm. they wear the hijab they um pray or they try to pray or whatever and mm-hmm. then like in the next year they want to learn about judaism and then they completely mm-hmm. just immerse themselves in that so there are people like that yeah um when you say like uh do non can non-muslims wear hijab i think it just is a matter of like what you're referring to because if it's just like modest wearing there's a lot of other cultures and religions that also yeah. wear like um, wearing a turban is very common in African mm-hmm. and like black culture. Mm-hmm. Um, Jew- Jewish people cover their hair. They might do it in different ways, but mm-hmm. they also cover their hair like nuns cover. So it's like, yeah, what but are you considering like like a hijab, like what you're wearing? Like, but I'm saying like w- we don't have the exclusive rights to the hijab, which is basically what you're saying. Like, it's not like I'm saying it's if it's like modest wear. Mm-hmm. Um, or I guess, it, yeah, I guess it depends on the, like, the intention behind mm-hmm. it. Because, like, lots of black people wear turbans. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, they're not doing it because yeah. they think it's, like, Like, what's his name? Uh, Nick Cannon, who's always coming out with a turban. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like, that's so true. Like, mm-hmm. for, like, hair protective styles mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, a lot of people wear turban style. Mm-hmm. No, that's so, fine. But like, I'm saying, like, they're not wearing it as in, like, because it's fashion, like, let's do it too. It's, like, mm-hmm. part of their culture. Same with African, certain African culture. So, it, like, in some people, they might see it as, like, oh, it's, like, the same as, like, what Muslims wear. And, like, obviously, we wear our f- scarves fully like this, but mm-hmm. not, this is, like, what we wear. Like, certain cultures wear their scarves completely different, and their style might mimic someone else's culture. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, like, I don't know, can you say, like, can non-Muslims not wear it? I, I don't know. Like, it depends on how you're 
um like for me i personally don't think a non-muslim like for example an actor mm-hmm. who's wearing it like i feel really weird about that yeah because they're where they're they're representing a muslim person yeah. and then in the next scene they take it off yeah to like represent something yeah which else. is a weird culture so that part seen, yeah. uh, like that part really bothers me and i don't appreciate that but mm-hmm. just like any other person like i don't know what their reason is behind mm-hmm. wearing something that covers their head so it really depends on the context but like th- the question was just like can non-muslims wear hijab they can cover their hair if that's part of their culture or the protective styles or what mm-hmm. their re- their religion there are other religions that mm-hmm you know, tell them to cover their hair, but the actual hijab, like wrapping it around your mm-hmm. head, covering your neck, your hair, like there are people who do it in fashion magazines. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it ultimately just comes down to like, why? Like if you're trying to, if you're interested in Islam and you're, you're really just trying to understand it. Yeah. May God guide you. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. But if you're doing it because you think it's like the new, like that TikTok trend, where Which one? Where it's like, baby, please don't go. And they're driving and they... It oh, yeah, to the yeah, scene yeah, And they're wearing the scarves. I know that's considered a fashionable style mm-hmm. of wearing the scarf. Yeah. But if... But that's like that's like an old school way of wearing the scarf. I've seen that back in movies, old movies But and stuff. still, but still. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between that and, and, and this? Well, that one's like not really covering the whole body. It's like... A, it's like I know, it kind of yeah. shows your hair a bit. Yeah. But... I, I just mean I don't uh, for me I don't appreciate it if it's like an appropriation so like yeah. Yeah. if it's taking away from like someone who is wearing um, like who is a hijabi then yeah. Yeah, yeah obviously like if you're gonna give it to someone give it to, like give yeah. it to a, an actual hijabi yeah in other senses like I don't know because unfortunately know. like every time at least in the media every time mm-hmm. someone who's non-muslim has worn the hijab whether it's for like a tv show or a movie or something we're always represented in almost the most negative light or they misrepresent what the religion is or how ne- it is netflix has a problem with hijabis yeah they love like they make it liberating so, them yeah quote unquote liberating. they always they always uh represent it like where um it's it's an oppression tool Mm. unfortunately on on the media that's why i think we're more protective about who's wearing it yeah but on an individual basis like if you're not tied to any of that kind of stuff like may allah guide you right just yeah. hopefully hopefully maybe you're doing it because you're curious about the religion yeah because yep. um i'll go back to tiktok again but like i do get a lot of that stuff shared to me and a lot of tiktoks like a lot of the tiktoks i get are like these like white people in uk or like in the middle of america mm-hmm. who are just discovering islam and they're like trying it they haven't converted yet mm-hmm. but they're like trying to they're trying to dress more modestly mm. and the funny thing is that i actually watched a video of a dude who was learning about islam mm-hmm. and then someone else was asking about islam and he was teaching them about islam and he's like i didn't realize like by the end of that conversation i just gave dawah and i haven't even converted yet <laughs> wow <laughs> so even people who haven't converted are giving dawah and and i don't know why uh, like may allah guide him i don't know why he hasn't converted yet but he knows a lot mm-hmm. um but that's not related to hijab just in general about islam but um it's definitely when it starts getting to that appropriation appropriation level where we have to be a little bit more protective yeah. on what we allow as a community. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, like we have, you guys have seen, we've we've been speaking out about those uh, false representations on uh, Netflix where the mm-hmm. girl is oppressed in the house and she takes off her hijab and has a whole makeover or whatever. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous what's she's going on. She's free now. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's free now. 
Um, she gets to date that white boy. Yeah, mm. it's uh, it's anybody it's watch Elite on Instagram? No, I mean not Instagram. Netflix. Is That's that is that one of the show? Is that what happened? Yeah, Elite, and then that other one. Never um, watching it then. <laughs> what's that cop show? The one with Priyanka Chopra. What was that show she was oh, on? Um, Quantico. Quantico. There was a hijabi on there. Did she take it off or what did she do? I don't think she took it off. She 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 did take it off in some mm-hmm. scenes because she was doing some stuff. But you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, so um, it's always funny. Like just kind oh, of. Oh, she did take it off. Sorry, she did. She did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she has a twin sister, right? It's it was she was acting as her twin sister, so oh. her twin didn't wear. Hijab. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, okay. But like uh, the, the, this is just kind of off topic. Do you guys mm-hmm. remember those shows where like they show someone praying, but like the way that the person is praying, like <laughs> they literally like be standing up, and they won't like bend or anything. They just go straight to the floor, <laughs> yeah. And then they'll get up, and then they won't like do the up and down and everything. They'll sit up, be done, do like some left r- right thing, and be done with the whole prayer, like. They, the just like thing, those small things. The only thing they got right was just saying Allahu Akbar. And yeah, that's about exactly. it. <laughs> the rest, I'm like, yo, what are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> I think there was actually a show. I wish I could. I know this up. there is a show out there where it was like, oh huh? my god. No, um, there was one where a girl was having a conversation while praying. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What yeah, show is this? She's literally like some kid was like, uh, no, the girl was like praying in the room. She's wearing like the whole prayer clothes, whatever. And I don't think she was even fully covered or whatever, but uh, someone was talking to her on the couch. And as she was praying, she was like on her floor doing the, uh, is it the Roku? Sujud? Sujud. Like her head is on the floor? Uh, no, Roku. Wait, wait, shoot, I'm forgetting the names now. Shoot. Which one? Where you're sitting up. Um, um, in between? Sitting in between. Yeah. Like in between Sujud? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, and then she turns over and starts talking to the person and then continues praying. That's odd. Yeah, so... And it's those little things that are just so... Would it kill these producers to just literally ask any Muslim person? Like, yeah. hey, I'm just I'm doing a show and there's going to be a Muslim character. How do you pray? Mm-hmm. Would it kill you to do that much? And if you or just hire someone who's Muslim? Exactly. <laughs> well, no, because Muslim people are not going to do that. A lot of them will. No, they're, they're Muslim they're... actors and stuff. Yeah. They... I guess. And like, uh, <laughs> and you know that there's going to be a terror... It's going to be like some terror-centered movie when the beginning of the movie starts with the Yadan and like some like, <laughs> like, like the desert if <laughs> exactly. it's in Iraq or something pulls up in the desert and with like the sun coming up have you seen though there's a lot of those ones where it's like um, it'll show like a, a guy in the UK mm-hmm. and some girl falls in love with him and he's like oh we're, we're gonna be a great Muslim couple and then he marries her and then he takes her to like Baghdad and they bec- they join ISIS and she doesn't realize it and she's like oh shoot Like there's a show like that? there's a movie yeah there's like three, two or three well, of them on uh, Netflix. Um, th- unfortunately, that that's probably a true story. There's a lot of stories like yeah, that probably where, true, girls, like, where yeah. that has happened. Uh, we don't support ISIS. You know, yeah, they, so, so. <laughs> we do not condemn the actions. Of condone. Condone. Just <laughs> <laughs> cut that out. Just no. <laughs> Please. We're keeping it in. No. no, we do not condone is what no, I'm trying to say. You're clipping the mic against that. My bad. I'm going to just keep it back here. Okay. Do we, not keep that part in. No, I'm keeping it in. No. Let's let's move on to the next question, though. Yeah. No, 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 let's, let, 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 let. Here's a question. Oh, it says, have you been ara- harassed for wearing a hijab? Yes. Okay, give us a story. Let's go. When we were in Australia. Remember that guy told us to go back to where we came from? 
I don't remember. When we were going to Sydney. Uh, it was so, it's so traumatic for Nabat that she forgot. <laughs> okay. The difference is for me, like, I really just don't take things personally. So I don't even acknowledge these mm-hmm. things. Like, I could have been harassed, but I honestly don't remember because mm-hmm. I don't give it much attention. Mm-hmm. I just ignore wow. them. So <laughs> You're lucky. Like, maybe they did say it and I didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently for Sada, who's strong enough to her to leave an impact, which she remembers. He was, it, like, so. yelling at us. And you were there? Yeah. She was no, on Nabat. the trip. Uh, there was together. a guy yelling was the at day you. that we were going to Bondi Beach, and we were waiting at, at the, the bus, bus station. Yeah, and he was like legit. I don't remember screaming. what he's. I remember some guys talking to us. I don't yeah. remember what he, he was, was like, like telling us to go back to where we came from, and we're like, "Relax, you bogan. Like, <laughs> 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 we will. Don't worry." <laughs> were you with an Australian at the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, where, and where she they, she busted out she the busted accent. Out. I was like, get it. <laughs> 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 um, but aside from that, actually, I wasn't harassed, but. Um, mm-hmm. My first experience wearing hijab in public, mm-hmm. I was in third grade, mm-hmm. and there was this Pakistani girl in my class. Um, she used to wear hijab. I want to say she like, immigrated here mm-hmm. to Canada. And I was always really nice to her, but all the other kids would always make fun of her. You mm-hmm. know how they are. They just make yeah. fun of anyone who's different. So one day my mom was like, oh, you can try wearing it to school. So I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I wore it like properly too yeah. it was cute it was pink i remember <laughs> oh was it the was it like remember when you kids when you were a kid you used to wear the one piece no it, it was pulls over <laughs> it, it wasn't the one piece it was like a it was literally shaped like a triangle yeah and i had this big pin here yeah and it just like dangled i looked so funny i don't mm-hmm. know how my mom let me go to school like that but i wore it and all my friends were like mm-hmm. what are you wearing are you trying to be like the other girl mm-hmm. why don't you go be friends with her then and i was like first of all like my mom wears this. Why y'all? Why y'all being like this? But mm-hmm. I got so embarrassed that I took it off and I put it in my locker. So that's what. Wait, uh, how old were you? I'm four. I was in third grade. Did they you not have so a story like that? I mean, I have stories from like when I was a kid, but I, I don't like, I don't consider those harassments because they're kids. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It still hurt my feelings. I took I it know, off. but like I don't. I remember like I was the only hijabi in elementary mm-hmm. school. The whole school? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. But it's like I don't remember being like I remember like like you I didn't pay different. too much attention to the harassment or it, I don't f- I never felt like, like I was harassed, harassed. Yeah. like I would people mm-hmm. would ask me questions but they're like kids they're like are you bald under there or mm-hmm. like is your hair braided because like mm-hmm. you know you'd have like different but they weren't like nasty towards you were like go like, back, I just never blah, blah, blah. F- I've never felt that mm-hmm. not a, at least not as a kid no. yeah how about as an adult um no. I, I don't know. I, just, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> you know what, though? <laughs> people, I feel like people, like, pick on certain people they feel like they can get to. Like, yeah. maybe you just give off the vibe where you're like, eh, I'm not really going to care. So they don't put too much energy towards it. <laughs> you know what's funny? I feel like the only time we are truly, truly, like, celebrated as mm-hmm. hijabi queens is when we go to Philly. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Philly, be real with it, bro. You hear the guys going, Asalaamu Alaikum, queen. And I'm like, oh, wow. Why can't everyone be like that? That's why I love Philly. Every time we go there. And sometimes they're not even Muslim. Yeah. But they're so, like, friendly. Because, like, um, I think it's because of the, the, what is it, the, the, Brotherhood of Islam? Sorry. The Nation of Islam? Nation of Islam. Like, before they switched to being Sunni, like, they were were big in 
Oh, are they big? In yeah, Philly? they're big in Philly, yeah, Philly in, in all the major cities. They're oh. big there. They're Philly, they're big everywhere. Mm. Um, but they're really big in Philly, and I feel like um, that's where a lot a lot of the culture, at least there, kind of mm. stuck. Mm. Of course, like after the, uh, the Nation of Islam like moved to being more Sunni, mm-hmm. and then um, they started going to the other denominations, and everything. But yep. generally, the the culture of the city still right. has a lot of that like Islamic. Um, they're very accepting i find vibe yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and like you'll just see like random people in there you see someone with like full tattoos but they'll still be like muslim wearing the hijab and yeah. everything uh and or the guys who just walk into the musal like the mosque yeah full tattoos they they put on their kalanso and they have their like um their prayer beads yeah and i'm like wow mashallah. it's just a part of the <laughs> culture over there honestly yeah. like people, yeah, yeah. I, a lot of them are converts well mm-hmm. clearly but um um i feel like the vibe you get from converts is I, I like I like being around converts because like they literally chose like they had all these other choices. Yeah. And they found Islam. They were guided to Islam. Yeah. And it's not a hard it's not an easy thing to do these days to to join a religion where uh, where a lot of times you're leaving like you're not leaving your family, but you're going against. Yeah. What you especially know with especially with like the negative stereotypes that are currently being set out said about Islam these days to then join that religion but a lot of them they find that once they do join the religion they realize how peaceful it actually well, is. well yeah yeah that's the idea right it is peaceful yeah. but it's yeah. because of the negative stereotypes put up by the mm. media right right and like you they would were think able, that they would be deterred from it yeah and i respect mm. them a lot more because they were able to see past that mm-hmm. and see the truth and be able to um eventually join the religion and become like brothers and sisters and everything and and that's why i just like the vibe of that city in general yeah i love it yeah and um uh, what was I going to say? So you guys haven't received a lot of harassment from what I'm hearing. You were you received it when you were younger. Honestly, I have to say, like, alhamdulillah, mm-hmm. yeah. that it, it wasn't worse. Because I know some people really get it bad. Mm-hmm. And they get bullied. They mm-hmm. actually get, like, physically attacked verbally. Like, I, you know, I, all I can say is thank God. Mm-hmm. And do you guys, oh, go ahead. And I wouldn't say like harass. Like sometimes you definitely get stares, and like people will yeah. like be eyeing you yeah. down, and like they might feel uncomfortable, but never to the point where like they're saying something to me or harassing me or anything. Yeah, and I think that's natural because people mm-hmm. don't when they they don't fully understand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're gonna be a little bit more curious, right? They're gonna stare a little bit longer than they should. Uh, you but just that's stare just right back. No, but really, that's just a natural <laughs> thing. You don't have to say it back. It's like, okay, this... But, like, why? Like, you... Uh, if, if you you're see someone... A, if you if see you're so- in a diverse yeah. city... Yeah. Why are you surprised? There's okay. so many Muslim people let's here. Let's say you see someone down downtown. Yeah. Giant mohawk. Metal coming off of every inch of his body. What are I you going to do? I had a friend like that, so it wouldn't faze me. Okay, call that, but still, still... I literally had a friend like still, that, and I brought him to the mosque... <laughs> Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, I remember. He had this. a green mohawk, okay? <laughs> I think I remember this. And he was like 6'2. Was it at like Oak Ridge? No, Warden oh. Woods. Warden Woods? Do you remember? And no. everyone was like, what, what is, is this girl doing? <laughs> what was his opinion? He enjoyed it. He loved it. He was interested mm-hmm. in Islam. He yeah. asked me about it. I was like, oh, yeah, come. Okay. See, so, but like, okay, so. But yeah, you you generally look at things yeah. that you're not used to. Yeah. But you don't, okay, maybe some people yeah, just have you, a staring problem. You guys can't say you've never stared at someone that you like is, is very different than what you're used to seeing. I guess I, because we're in this city, it's so hard because you see everything. You're yeah. kind of exposed to everything to begin with. 
uh so maybe it doesn't work with us but you know remember that time when we drove to atlanta together Mm -hmm. and we stopped in like was it knoxville or something yeah and we went out for dinner yeah and there wasn't like a single black person Mm -hmm. so not only were gizman and i black but we were also hijabis I felt I like we that. were I have a picture under- of him that day. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> but like they, like the way that they were looking at us, mm-hmm. I was like, I really hope somebody doesn't attack us today. Mm-hmm. So. And uh, it, you know, it it comes with the territory, right? Like if you're gonna be in an area where they don't see your type of people there, yeah. They're going to look at you, especially, <laughs> you guys heard those videos when you see the white people go to, like, Africa, and all the kids just start, like, touching their skin. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and do you guys get that video on TikTok of the guy who was a teacher in Tokyo? Yes, he's black. and he's like how they smelled his skin. Yeah, they smell him, and there's the kids who, like, try to lick him and say, chocolate, chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I guess, it, I, you know, mm-hmm. I really feel for those people who get attacked or harassed or mm-hmm. you know any sort of negative comment towards them like may allah protect you do you guys feel do you guys feel like we're protected because we're in such a multicultural city i wouldn't say we're protected we're lucky because at this point canada some something's in the water like there are mm-hmm. so many attacks recently on muslim people one second <laughs> all right okay sorry guys we had to we got interrupted there because of the my mom was screaming <laughs> well both our moms are screaming having a conversation typical of harari moms they're not even <laughs> screaming that's just that's just oh, yeah, that's just a normal voice sorry yeah. I mean, their regular conversation they, voice yeah. yeah at like 500 decibels <laughs> okay so the last question i have here i think the question is kind of obvious and maybe we can kind of put a twist on it so the question would say should modesty in islam be redefined for the 21st century and the Islam can't be redefined. I think that's uh, maybe because this question or this video was made by non-Muslims mm. and it had Muslims in it, but it was the questions were made by non-Muslims. They don't understand how Islam works and how like the rules can't really be changed from what they originally were. Uh, but the way I kind of want to twist this is that what I have noticed is that people are trying to redefine Islam mm-hmm. for the modern, for the modern, for 21st century. Mm-hmm. Um, in what ways would you say? So people are trying to redefine what, whether the hijab is an obligation or not. And I think we can all agree that the hijab itself is an obligation. It is something that we must do. And I think uh, we kind of have to combat that uh, new culture, that new rise of people saying, oh, it's not really like, what is a hijab? What 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 does a hijab really mean? And um, What does it really mean? Do, could you answer that question? Well, like, I think the hijab is not only a physical thing. The hijab is because the men, the men technically have a hijab. The hijab would be like uh, how you act. You do have like what we can wear too. Like guys, uh, depending on the it, skill school of thought, you can only. It's cover. called aura, by the way, in Arabic, but it, or in Arabic, uh, and it means unlawful nakedness. So you know, for for women, sorry to cut you off. I'm just explaining no, go ahead. This yeah, for yeah. anyone who might not understand yeah. what we're talking about. But when we say hijab for women, what uh, a Muslim woman can um, show. Mm-hmm. as part of her body is her face um and her hands and then some some scholars say her feet as well mm-hmm. for men it's um they cannot show what is between their belly button and their knees mm-hmm. um so yeah <laughs> and i feel like that's where this double standard really is because like uh the general census consensus is between between your belly button and your knees yeah there's other scholars who say like just the private part too, yeah but. just the private parts um guys will kind of go to the edge of what is acceptable yeah 
and at the same time those are the same people who are kind of like pointing out to women oh you should only be wearing like uh you should be wearing your hijab correctly and stuff which is technically true but there shouldn't be calling out people when they themselves are kind of like pushing what is acceptable to the limits if that makes sense it's almost like you're kind of being a hypocrite on um what you're accepting what you're accepting for someone else or what you're pointing out for someone else when you're not looking inwards and i think the general thing here is that you should always be looking inwards yeah and uh watching yourself first because like even even the walis out there even the walis out there always before they spoke about anyone else they always talked about themselves first and said i have a lot of work to do on myself i have a lot of like i'm not a perfect muslim like uh we're all sinners that kind of thing so if if the willies and our chefs were saying that then like who are we to say anything to someone else without looking inwards first that's true yeah that's true um i think that ultimately you know the modesty should be applied for men and women yeah not just how you dress how you act how you speak mm-hmm. how you speak is a big one yeah and i think that's something that a lot of guys fail to do like um like i mentioned those same guys who are pointing out other people's flaws are the same ones who are going out and partying mm-hmm. who are uh cursing all the time yeah who are not watching what they're saying and remember like if you can fall into kufr really quickly if you don't watch what you're saying just mm-hmm. for the muslims out there um there's you should a, be very careful with the things that you say yeah um don't make jokes about religion mm-hmm. if you don't know something don't guess either ask yeah. and don't just ask anyone don't google it like don't you should hold your religion in such a high regard it is mm-hmm. something that could literally <laughs> like your your akhira mm-hmm. depends on how you treat it now yeah you know so at the end of the day like everyone should be working on becoming themselves. the best yeah. muslim themselves if you have the opportunity to advise someone just mm-hmm. do it in a wise way and and make du'a for them make du'a for yourself mm-hmm. and your family and your friends etc yeah. and people will gravitate towards um people when, who have been working on themselves when you're genuine though like yeah. a, like i love getting if someone advises me mm-hmm. and they're genuine about it i love it yeah, and I'm like, oh my, you're right. Like, thank you, because if you look at it in the way that this person cares for your akhirah and they're just looking out for you, mm-hmm. like that's such a, it's such a like, um, in a in a society now where everyone's looking at me, 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 mm-hmm. and they're very selfish. I mean, for for to a certain extent, if someone's looking out for you to say, hey, like just just giving you you know a heads up, mm-hmm. and they're warning you, and then you start to implement that change, yeah, like you know they they just saved you, mm-hmm. so. You know, maybe maybe adjust the way that you view. I don't want to call it criticism, but adjust the way that you accept advice. Exactly, and um, I think that's like that. That was the last question there, and I think that's kind of what I want to end that whole conversation on: is that work on yourself, mm-hmm. make sure that you're being the best Muslim that you can be, and lead by example, oh. and hopefully it brings those people towards you and they I can mean, learn from you and they're inspired to start going on to the correct path or doing things the correct way, if that makes sense. Yeah, like I've, I've, I've spoken to people where they say things like, oh, like when I hang around with my friends, like mm-hmm. they're not always good religious yes, influences that's a big on one. me. And it's like, okay, that you know, that's a tough position to mm-hmm. be in, but why don't you be that religious influence? Mm-hmm. Take it upon yourself. Your friends are a big 
big influence on mm-hmm. on your dean in, yeah in you general. are who your friends are yeah whatever your friends do you're gonna do so mm-hmm. if you feel like when you guys hang out you know you don't really remember to pray then mm-hmm. remind them mm-hmm. have an adhan app on your phone or something mm-hmm. or a reminder and it takes like five minutes yeah. to pray imagine that bond you create with your friends if you all pray together mm-hmm unfortunately like people think that oh we have to find new friends it's like no, no why would you abandon yeah, your friends start to be that if these are people <laughs> that you love and these yeah. are people that you've grown up with and your friends or maybe yeah. not grown up with just your friends in general yeah and you feel like you want to be your dean to be better yeah and they're also muslim yeah uh um then when you start making those changes then you can start kind of bringing them bringing them into your own circle mm-hmm. and trying to influence them not blatantly like just say don't don't do it in a negative way be like of course guys you're missing out on this you're not doing that right that's how i'm this just lead by example yeah don't shame like don't shame anybody for Mm -hmm. not doing certain things yeah remind them and do it in a loving way if you love someone for the sake of allah like Mm -hmm. why would you tear them down and then expect them to want to do better yeah you know exactly it's it's not productive in any way um and i kind of want to end off because i don't think we even spoke about or you guys didn't speak about like you sort of touched on it but your hijab journeys mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah. so i want to start with Nibad. so like when did do you remember when you first started wearing the hijab how that experience was and like your kind of yeah. relationship with it with it so i started wearing hijab when i was six mm-hmm. um my m- my mom obviously wore hijab and mm-hmm. I was just an only child and I was like, I want to do whatever you want to do, <laughs> whatever <laughs> you do. So I started wearing, um, wait, so wow, did six? you put it on? Did she put it on for you or you put it on yourself? If no, I, I mean, I asked, Yeah, I was like, I want to wear hijab too. Like I okay. did everything my mom did. So mm-hmm. I said, I want to wear hijab too. And then she was like, okay. And then like, I started wearing it. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of stuck with it because then I started experimenting with my hair. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> it stayed on. <laughs> um, and all of elementary school, I was like the only one who mm-hmm. wore hijab. I re- specifically remember when I was like in the older grades, like maybe grade five or six, mm-hmm. like other moms would use me as an example to try to get kids. <laughs> you were that kid. I was that kid. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at Navachi, where's he just? Mm-hmm. Cause I literally was the only person in the school. Yeah. And then it wasn't until like middle school when there was like a lot of other people. Cause I went to my elementary school was like a lot of just mm-hmm. black people. And then when I went to middle school, it was like a lot of Brown people. So it was like, it was such a like different culture shock like yeah. i was like went from the only one to be like one of many mm-hmm. and um yeah i mean i tried different styles mm-hmm. <laughs> eventually one stuck mm-hmm. <laughs> um i don't know what else wait so like and, and you never really had like any like ups and downs with it for you like once you put it on you were kind of like you know what this is me now like i'm not yeah i mean never had any that's what i'm saying like i tried different styles like i did the tie back i did the Mm -hmm. turban style like like early on like when i was 12 and stuff Mm -hmm. but like i just got i think when i went to middle school i was like i'm grown now you know like Mm -hmm. i just started wearing it normally and i it stuck with me and i honestly like have been wearing hijab for so long like Mm -hmm. majority of my life to Mm -hmm. the point that like it's honestly part of my identity like Mm -hmm. i just don't see myself without a hijab mm-hmm. so if like someone asked me to characterize myself like i'm a hijabi like mm-hmm. that's how mm-hmm. i know myself yeah like i can't even 
step out the door without my hijab and it's too foreign to me mm-hmm. so yeah like have I you like ever had thoughts like oh, i wish i could just go with my hair out. like my hair looks good like, today i mean yeah like i used to think like what if i wore my hair out but like it just was so because i started so young that i just it was so comforting to me that like it really like i truly feel so comfortable in my hijab mm-hmm. like Alhamdulillah. even Alhamdulillah. even like when we would go to like all girl parties and stuff like yeah i just felt so weird like having my hair out like mm. i know like technically like there's no guys here. was right. there like a hair reveal at the girl party <laughs> <laughs> everyone like takes off their abaya <laughs> and their hijab yeah like yeah. i still just wore my hair out like maybe i put it in a turban style yeah. or something but it was just yeah, so you foreign did. now that i think about it it was just so foreign to me that like this is how mm-hmm. i this is how i identify myself like mm-hmm. i don't do hairstyles and stuff i do my like my hijab yeah Mm. so i don't know for me it's just always been normal and um i've never had that like struggle of whether i should wear it or not Mm -hmm. it's just yeah it's part of who i am okay see so yeah i feel like and 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 i I feel like because of you were surrounded i guess later on in your life by more people who were wearing it you never really had that kind of struggle where you're like the only person there to yeah i mean N- like represent you islam in general yeah i mean there's been time like even in high school like there was people who started off wearing hijab and then they took it off mm-hmm. sure. like but i just never questioned it for myself because that's the only thing i've known mm-hmm. for so long that like it didn't even like i never thought about like should i just do my hair and like go out like mm-hmm. it's it's just so f- it's like a foreign thought to me yeah it never even crosses my mind mm-hmm Okay, Sarah, what's your story? Shoot, I don't want to share it anymore. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> um, so I started wearing it when I was 12. Um, mm-hmm. But it was actually when I moved to this house. Mm-hmm. Because before... It was that late? It was that yeah. late? Yeah, because I... Uh, honestly, if, if we didn't move to this mm-hmm. area, I, I don't know if I would have put mm-hmm. it on. Because because of that incident in, in third grade... Mm-hmm. I stick. I stuck with those friends. Yeah. So I could. I knew that I could never cover my hair again. Mm. But it was weird because they all knew my mom. They knew she covered it. Yeah. But it was like normal for I them in that, that sense. Yeah. So it goes back to that thing we were saying earlier, where like it really does depend on who you surround yourself with. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was, uh, like, I'm pretty sure I was the only Muslim kid. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I was. But anyway, when I moved here, I was starting at a new school, mm-hmm. and and this area is like. You know, I went from an area that was predominantly like white and Asian. Mm-hmm. And then this area is like total opposite. It was like black and brown. Mm-hmm. So my mom was like, I think you should give it a go. Like you tried it once. It didn't work out there. Mm-hmm. Try it here. Like you never know. If, yeah. if people don't know you without a hijab, they won't mm-hmm. say anything to you. Mm-hmm. Like you're, it's a new school. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't know. Like I was scarred from that first yeah. time. But I remember she took me to school on the first day. I mm-hmm. was so nervous. Um, but I went to school and I was just like very uncomfortable. No one said anything to me. Yeah. No one commented on it. Nothing. Yeah. Um, and I was like in sixth grade. So mm-hmm. I remember like I struggled with it a lot that year mm-hmm. where sometimes I'd like come home for lunch mm-hmm. and then I'd go back to school without a hijab. <laughs> <laughs> and like the first few times my yeah. teacher looked at me like, I can see your hair. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I know. But, but it was weird because I wouldn't just come to school without a hijab and just, you know, have my hair out. I would wear my hood. Oh. It was what? weird. Yeah, it was very mm-hmm. weird. It was very weird. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was a qui- I was a kid. Don't question <laughs> me. Then, you know, I I think by seventh, by eighth grade. I'm not mm-hmm. even going to say seventh grade because seventh grade, I, I was still on and off. Yeah. By eighth grade, I was like, okay, 
you know, uh, this is part of my identity now. Mm-hmm. But I would always, like, exclusively wear it. Do you remember I used to always tie it back? I almost never wore it properly. Really? Yeah. Every yeah, I went through that phase. Like I always. I feel, I feel like all, almost all hijabis go through that phase. <laughs> it was like always tied back. Yeah. Um, and then when I got to high school, I remember um, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like I was starting with like my cousin and and Naba and stuff. So I was like, oh, they probably wear it properly. They're gonna judge me mm-hmm. if I wear it back. Yeah. So I started wearing it properly, and I've been wearing it like that since. Mm-hmm have i struggled with it yeah mm-hmm. like i'm just gonna be honest like yeah there are times where i'm like oh i wish i could show my hair mm-hmm. or and you know like you you kind of think of it if we're going to get real vulnerable mm-hmm. for a second you you kind of like if you have friends who are also non-hijabi and you see the way that they're they're treated versus how you're treated mm-hmm. it, it messes with you sometimes yeah but then you also have to remember like why you're doing it and it's like a constant yeah. conversation with yourself um and then, of course, you know, you start to feel empowered by it, too. So mm-hmm. you start to love wearing it. Yeah. And, which is, I feel like, the case for both of us. And and the fact that a lot of our friends, like our, our inner circle, we're all hijabi. So mm-hmm. it makes it easier. And we experiment with styles together. Or mm-hmm. we talk about which hijab is better. You know what I mean? Like, it's all these things. Are we're, we, we got each other. We support mm-hmm. each other. And you start to love wearing it. Mm-hmm. And it kind of just, you know, you, you we can only really uh, make dua that we continue to love wearing it. Yeah. And if we ever have children in the future, we'd pass that on to them. Inshallah. Inshallah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So. Okay. Yeah. I think um, starting at a later age is probably harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because like for me, like at six years old, the other kids don't know anything <laughs> different, right? Like, yeah. yeah, the first day they were like, what do you have that on your head or whatever? Mm-hmm. And then you grow up and they're not going to remember you back in mm. first grade. Yeah. Like at that point, like by the time every kids are like, they start to learn more and they know more. Like mm-hmm. they, they, that's how they remember me. Yeah. They always mm-hmm. have known me with a sky. Like they don't even remember a time when yeah. I didn't have it. So it, it's not like such a big transition to be like when you're like 12 mm-hmm. going into like why are you wearing a scarf all of a sudden mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. last week you were showing off your hair this week you're trying to be mine. yeah like for older people would probably like question it more than yeah like little kids were and that's probably why i wasn't harassed mm-hmm. like the older kids i don't think they cared about what was going on in the first yeah. grade mm-hmm. and anyone who came after that that's how the, they saw me and that's the only yeah. thing they knew me as so they probably were just like that's normal <laughs> Okay, and I guess um, from the guy's side, like who's who's seeing all this kind of happening. Like I have a sister, yeah. mine as well, so I kind of see from the other side. I think guys sh- should remember, like especially in these days, mm-hmm. it's not easy to make this choice to the wear wear the hijab. It's not, especially it's in the society that we currently live in. Yeah. So the only thing we should be doing as be brothers, an ally, exactly, be an be an ally, be supportive, support them whatever they're going through, whatever struggles they're going through. And as a as a man, you should also remember your hijab. Remember how you act also represents Islam. Mm-hmm. Um, um, be modest yourself. Uh, even though we don't have to wear a hijab, like a, a physical hijab like that, uh, try and dress modestly as well yourself uh, in a way that's acceptable and, and um, presents Islam in the best light. Mm-hmm. Because even though we don't have those things that tell the person immediately that we are Muslim, they should be able to see it through our own actions. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, I kind of want to leave it off on that. We've kind of went on a little long there. But, yeah, I think we had a really productive conversation. We I did. know people have been asking about the hijabi 
to talk about the hijab uh, in general. And um, one last thing, because um, <laughs> I actually, you know, I, I had a conversation with someone on Instagram about this topic mm-hmm. right before. Um, and one of the questions that she asked was like, you know, in terms of like, I guess, how to stay motivated or mm-hmm. how to how to be motivated to put it on for someone who doesn't wear mm-hmm. it. Um, I think that uh, when when you're doing any sort of good deed, mm-hmm. always do it for the sake of Allah. Let that be your motivation. Yeah, I know it's hard in in the Western society that we live in mm-hmm. because of you know you 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 fear for your safety or if it's a matter of oh you know i'm, I'm not gonna look as beautiful with hijab on hijab is so beautiful yeah it actually beautifies your face if you really think mm-hmm. about it um maybe look for a mentor or someone that you can look up to that can motivate you in in that sense mm-hmm. um and and you know just honestly just make dua that allah makes it easier for you mm-hmm. um for anyone who's struggling out there you know what to do our dms are always open mm-hmm. whether it's amir or myself we yeah. got you um yeah i guess okay so follow us on instagram cousin yep. connection pod amir was taken alisara underscore underscore and sukarnabat s-u-k-a-r-n-a-b-a-t <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs>